Whenever you're ready, sir. Oh, it's going. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll just cut it, I guess? Yeah. Hello and welcome! Hello and welcome to episode two of Second Take. I'm Hector. This is David. And we're here to talk about a bunch of shit. Yep, like <laughs> usual. Um, so last episode, if you joined us, we got a lot, uh, we talked a lot about, uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And how much we pretty much loved it. Mm-hmm. We went into fan theory speculations. It was a spoiler-free episode, so if you decide to watch it, please watch the movie first. Because, you know. If you hear that paper in the background, that's my notes with <laughs> a bunch of, um, stuff on there. Such as today's news. What? Yes. So, <clears throat> biggest news story of, I, I would say, last night, because today is Monday of the uh, 11th, right? Yep. Yeah, Monday the 11th of <laughs> January. Yesterday, was there was a tragic uh, thing that happened, and that's uh, the death of one of the greatest rock artists of all time. A musical chameleon. Rock glam. Uh, 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 who? Glam. Glam rock. Glam rock, yes. Uh, David Bowie, he has passed. David Bowie? Now, um, David Bowie wasn't just a musician. He played in a lot of movies. Uh, a lot of people know him for Labyrinth. My favorite performance of David Bowie is... I know what you're going to say. The Prestige. Yeah. He played as Nikolai Tesla with his assistant, Andy Serkis. Nikola. 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 Who is better than... Uh, what's his name? Christian Bale? And no. You... Edison. Oh. <laughs> for those that don't uh, don't know a lot about Nikolai Tesla and Edison, there's a really cool... Nikola. Nikola. Uh, there's really cool dynamic. Well, not cool dynamic. It's kind of tragic, but basically, Nikolai Tesla, Nikola, Nikola, Nikola Tesla, wanted to uh, basically make power free for everybody, yeah. and Edison was all uh, about Tesla's still trying to do that though, mm-hmm. <laughs> even from beyond the grave. <laughs> and that's how badass that dude is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's probably the biggest genius of our generation. But that's enough about Tesla. Let's talk about the other genius, David Bowie. David Bowie. Yeah, um, so musical sad. chameleon. And he's battled. He was battling cancer for eighteen months. Eighteen months, yeah. Um, did you see his uh, post post uh, post hominis? Uh, I haven't seen the video. video? I have uh, not seen it. It's fucking scary, man. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's called Lazarus. If you all haven't seen it yet, uh, it's his uh, post hominis music video, and it's kind of uh, posthumous. A, posthumous. It's kind of like uh, David Bowie's like uh, send off. But it's also how he de- dealt with his own cancer and while he was in the hospital and whatnot. Really fa- fascinating, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. In other news, we have uh, Star Wars. Back to that. It has surpassed, uh, since last time we talked, uh, Avatar for domestic box office. And it's now the third highest film ever made in the, in, on the planet. Right. Um, it's at one point, what, six something billion dollars? I believe. I don't remember the points. I just remember watching that movie and feeling like all is right with the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it broke $800 million just in domestic. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I didn't. I knew it was going to break records, but I didn't know it was going to be this fast, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's it has like a billion more to go to beat... Um, Avatar's worldwide box office. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Excuse I just me. it's Avatar is the thing in the past and 
I don't care for it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a shit about Pandora. <laughs> well, uh, James Cameron <laughs> says you should give a shit because in other news, <laughs> James Cameron said Avatar 2 is coming. <laughs> Supposedly 2017. So in James Cameron's mind, we could expect it by 2020 if he's not dead. Rest in peace. Here's the thing. I James hate. Cameron. It's it's, no, it's November 11th. It's January 11th, beginning of 2016. 20. 2016. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, my movie's gonna come out next December. You know, shit, that's a long time from now. And is he really going to release a movie in uh, uh, fighting up against a, a new Star Wars movie? I yeah. don't think so. Come, come on. on. No one's gonna go watch Well, it. actually, the new Star Wars is in May, maybe. I, I don't know. I have to do research on that, but... Yeah, I think it's summer releases, right? But anyways, I just think that... I'm just like, I don't care about Pandora. What's going on? You know? I care more about Star Wars than anything. So for our last bit of news, um, so out of this last year, uh, Marvel releases. Let's Uh just go with that. I would say my favorite two Marvel releases were the Netflix original series, Daredevil, followed by Jessica Jones. Mm -hmm. Not so much the movies. Well, (laughs) recently they just came out with the Daredevil season two trailer. Did you watch this? Oh, no, I didn't see this. Um, it doesn't really show anything new. It's just like, it it's seems like, a, like... It's like a Easter, not Easter egg, but it's like it's, a, You know how Netflix Like a Watcher are. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. The, like this is coming. But the they also announced a release date. Oh. March 18th. Ooh, my mother's birthday. Yes. Two days after my birthday. I'm, it's like a happy birthday present from Netflix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they knew... They knew. <laughs> they knew I'd be busy on my birthday and the next day because it's next day St. Patrick's Day. So they were like, Hector, because you he Here's your shit. busy week. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm super stoked. I heard that they're bringing Electra in and uh, Bullseye. I hope those are true. <laughs> um, Bullseye would be really cool to see, I think. Done right. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, uh, yeah. Electra also done right because it'd be uh, cool yeah. to see Electra Get done Jennifer right. Gardner out, out, of of, out of here. I mean, they. They've done so well with Daredevil. Now, you're in the middle of Jessica Jones, right? I'm in the middle of Jessica Jones, episode 7. Oh, you're Guys, there. I... Everyone's like, why haven't you watched Jessica Jones? Everyone being David here. And I'm just sitting here watching Supernatural. And if you don't know what Supernatural is, check it out, because... Know what, know what Supernatural? The feelings and emotions I experience while watching Jessica Jones. It's not as good as Daredevil. It's always well, I wouldn't... Just, it's, she's always... She, all the time, she's like, you can't help me. You can't save me. I can't save you. I would say Kilgrave is more that. interesting, though, than uh, Kingpin. Uh, wait till you get to later episodes with Kilgrave. Don't oh, my god! surprise me like that. I just think that... He's a really good... He's, Kingpin was... He's despicable, but perfect. Could have done been done better, to be honest. Yes. I, the only time I was really, really proud of Kingpin is when he was smashing that guy's head in his, in his door. Spoiler alert. Oh, well, come on. You should have seen it by now. Even yeah, I Yeah, but <laughs> please, if you haven't checked these two television... Or I wouldn't even call it television... Internet shows out... Please do. You're doing yourself a disservice. Both of these shows are better than Ant-Man and uh, Avengers that came out this year. Yeah. Avengers. Come on. That's supposed to be the big movie of the year. and we're, we're It's kind of a, like the year's side note. Yeah, it really is. But anyways, um, talk about segue stuff. into more stuff for last year. Let's talk about the, okay. yeah, the, the Golden, Golden Globes. Globes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking you were going to go a different route, so I was like... Yeah, because I, I feel like uh, instead of Hollywood news this week, we should do Golden Globes. I mean, it's been a slow week. Let's just go down overall, the list. The list, the quick list. Best original song winner, Sam Smith, 
and his partner guy, forget his name, Jimmy Napes or something like that. Yeah. Jimmy Napalm. Um, for writings on the wall. Well deserved. Yeah. I, and honestly, I enjoyed that song more than Skyfall. No. So I know people will no. say, Adele is the best. Adele is the best. But here's the thing. I, I don't know. Sam Smith hit that those like moments that I really, I don't know. Well, he's a really great I also like voice. Spectre in general more than a lot of other people. You do. Um, I feel like this year you've liked a lot of shitty movies. Uh, we'll go into that later, apparently. <laughs> I'm not saying that uh, Spectre was a shitty movie, but it really rode the line of almost being one. So, before I go on, um, let me go to the next one. Best Actor in a Musical Comedy. <laughs> what was that? Um, Matt Damon for uh, The Martian. Matt Damon blew it out of the park. <laughs> like, he is back to form, and same with Ridley Scott. Killed it, man. I, I'm also reading The Martian, and the book is fantastic, too. I, I Honestly, after reading it, I'm like, how could they actually do this wrong? As long as they had a budget over $100 million, they got this. But they had a $200 million budget. But here's the thing. There's no way he's going to beat Leo at the Oscars. Oh, no way. We'll get into that later, too. Best Supporting Actress, Kate Winslet. Of course. You haven't seen it. You haven't seen Jobs. Uh, we'll go into, like, a have-not-seen list. There's two movies, that, or two or three I've seen that you haven't seen, and I know Jobs I haven't seen, and maybe a few others. But yeah, Kate Winslet killed it. She was Polish. <laughs> I think she's a, such a great actress. Like I, I love her in uh, the Reader, Titan- even Titanic. You yeah, know? she's From everything she's it. ever done. Yeah, oh, she's one of the better ones out there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she killed it. She really did. She owned it. Um, there were times where I felt she was better than Michael Fassbender. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, most of the time, to be honest, too. That's something to say. But I would. I'm kind of sad not to see um, Jeff Daniels in the supporting actor category at all because he killed every scene he was better than Kate Winslet in my opinion and, and I think it's because Jeff Daniels is still like I don't know maybe he has a stigma because he's done Dumb and Dumber and you know other various things yeah he's so damn good in everything he's in like but what else like well the original score um, um Hateful Eight and yep. Morricone definitely deserved it uh I was sad that Star Wars didn't get nominated for original <laughs> score but I'm just like his because he did change it for this song, for this movie, right? Just like uh, minor tweaks, like the, the 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 main overtures are the same, but there's different character. Uh, yeah, ones. but they're, like he did edits, you know, what I mean? like he, they were were different. It's what from what I remember, right? Yeah, and um, I I heard recently that he also had some health issues, John Williams, like uh, while filming. That's why he couldn't do two projects this year. Because uh-huh. originally he was slated to work with Steven Spielberg on Bridge of Spies, uh-huh. and he never did. Good. Yeah. Hmm. That's Which is sad, sad because well, John Williams is a legend. We got best drama series, Mr. Robot. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen hackers, it either. So we're gonna skip it. <laughs> Motion picture drama, Revenant. Fuck yeah. Yep. It's going to win best picture. Fun opinion. fact: We're gonna see it again tonight. Yeah. Already saw it once. We'll yeah, go we into s- it a little bit more. Yeah, it was so good though. <laughs> um, Leo DiCaprio, actor in a drama motion picture. Yep. Of course. Um, let me skip him. Um, Alejandro Iñárritu wins again yep uh, he might be the first director in history I believe to win two consecutive back to back best picture Oscars okay. well, who knows first Mexican too yep. it's all about well, Mexico this year <laughs> it's all about Mexico for the last three <laughs> damn years man <laughs> screenplay with Steve Jobs which makes sense because it was well deserved it, it, it's what I've heard of it is a very smooth moving script. It would have been nice though to see Quentin Tarantino. I've always loved <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. Tino, yeah, Quentin Tarantino. I think he's gonna get it in the Oscars, to be honest. But everyone knows Aaron Sorkin. 
Is that his name? Yeah, Aaron yeah. Sorkin. Um, best animated feature film. It's it out. Oh shit! No surprise there. Um, best musical comedy motion picture. Martian again, of course. I just don't see it as a comedy. I I don't either. Um, but I guess I mean they. Had I guess it is a place. dramedy. It's more of like a drama. I mean, there were some funny theme. sections, but I, I, I feel it's more of a drama, you know, all day, every day. But. Um, best actress in a motion picture drama, Brie Larson. Yeah, uh, I saw that coming a mile away. Uh, she's <laughs> going to win the Oscar. She is. She really is. And yeah. I remember Brie Larson from um, United States of Terra, and she mm. was good there, too. And, like, phenomenal, to, to say the least. But you remember when she we won, were to, like, Emmys and shit, right? No, no, no. She's never been nominated for anything mm. like that. But, um, but I do remember telling you last... Less because when we were doing the movie reviews, um, I remember telling you to watch Short Circuit, <laughs> Short Term Twelve, Short Term Twelve, <laughs> and she kills it. And Short got... Circuit is also a really good movie. No, too. it's not. It's uh, you haven't seen Master of None yet. It's Stephen or it's something Fisher. What's his name? Stephen Fisher, not Stephen Fisher. Um, uh, Aziz and Sorry, I think is what you. No, at. no. <laughs> Short Circuit has the guy. He's it's 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 whitewashed. Oh well, yeah. Casting. It's, it's from the 80s. Yeah, well, anyways, <laughs> back in the... So, anyways, uh, I told you to watch Short Turn 12. You still haven't watched it. I haven't had a chance. Phenomenal performance. She got I nominated for an independent film. I forgot. A Spirit Award, I think. I, I keep on hearing to watch it. Not just from you, from, like... I watch a lot of YouTube and definitely have seen it there. Sylvester Stallone won for Supporting Actor. Big surprise to me. Um, well, not because his performance was bad it's just like hearing that you know yeah. Sylvester Stallone won a Golden Globe but we and Mike saw Creed Ed, we yeah. saw Creed and Creed was phenomenal was, I thought he was better than, the, than Creed himself but Michael B. Jordan Michael B. Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. but um yeah Jennifer Lawrence won for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy for Joy which uh, I've heard really bad things about that movie I don't I don't, I don't know if she's gonna get nominated I don't think she will I, I think the Golden Globes uh, you know what they say you buy a Golden Globe but yeah. I think that was a more of a Golden Globe purchase on her part. Yeah. That or, like, they just want to make the um, people happy by giving her an award because everyone wants to see Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, and she she and is a good actress. It's just that she needs a... I don't know. Stop working with David O. Russell. He is so hit and miss. Work with Scorsese. Scorsese yeah, would down the block. But he would make her a stripper or something. <laughs> I don't see here any human being in America complaining about that. <laughs> so John Hamm won Best Actor in a Drama TV Series... Haven't seen Mad Men. Yeah, me neither. I've heard that, like, that's blasphemy if you even want to consider talking about anything with the camera involved. So anyways. But, fuck it. <laughs> Taraji P. Henson won for uh, Drama Best TV Actress Empire. for Empire. She was handing out cookies, but the funny, because her name's Cookie Lion, so she was handing out cookies when as she was going up to get her award. But, um, it's funny because she beat Viola Davis. Which for, is crazy. Which, well, I, yeah, honestly, to be honest, they both, is like both have had powerhouse performances, I think. But I think that, and when everyone made such a big deal for her, well, okay, I, I that sounds insensitive. It was a big deal because she was the first African woman, African American woman, to win a best actress in a drama in the Emmys. So it's it's crazy to see Taraji win this one. You I, know what I'm saying? I, I think she's a phenomenal actress. Oh yeah. Like, oh, she was the chick in uh, uh, Snowpiercer, right? Yeah. Is that, or was that Octavia Spencer? That's Octavia Spencer. I get um, so mixed up, and it's not so because bad. I'm racist. It has nothing to do with racism. It just le- legitimately... From, she got nominated for Benjamin tr- Button. She was his mom. It's this Taraji... Yeah, she was awesome in Benjamin Button, she too. Was. But yeah, I just get mixed up between Octavia and uh, Taraji. You know? <laughs> 
Christian Slater won for um, supporting actor in Mr. Robot, by the way. Didn't see Mr. Robot, though, so I can't really talk about it. I'm a robot. Um, Lady Gaga won for uh, Best Actress in a Miniseries or um, Musical or something like that. And uh, so she was all excited about that. She hit Leo off his arm from his chair. He was on his chair. And she accidentally like brushed past his like arm. And he was like... You should have got up. Do you know who I am? <laughs> she's like, she turns around and she's like, do you know I'm the queen? So don't even try. It's Lady uh, Gaga. Leo would defeat Lady Gaga. She's the a... queen of music right now. She, okay, no, she's not. Beyonce is. She's like a cousin to the prince. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up. Shut up. Can't stand you right now. Anyways, that's about it um, for the Golden Globes, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Funny night, though. It, uh, I heard Ricky Gervais did a great job. Um, from what I saw, he did a good job, but he was, <laughs> did, but he was more great. of like the, I have to be here, I'm the host, go fuck that yourself. Was, that <laughs> was his damn trailers. He was just like, huh, I'm doing this trailer uh, for the Golden Globes. I don't care if you watch it or you don't. I got paid for this already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember seeing that. That was pretty <laughs> funny. Um, but uh, one funny part happened. Um, Jonah Hill <laughs> Channing Tatum was like I'm sorry because he was like host. he was uh, I think they were doing supporting actress when Kate was the one it was the first order of the night um, and she's like he was like I'm sorry Jonah couldn't be here but we brought someone else in uh, the bear from Revenant and then Jonah Hill comes up <laughs> he, has this, he has this like hat of a bear on it <laughs> he was like I just want to thank uh, uh, well he didn't call him Leo he called him like like oh, another name with an L class that was his name in uh, Revenant Glass. No, he called him something else. Like, Leo. Leo. He wasn't like Leonardo. It was like. He called him another name. Leonidas. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to. You didn't watch it. Help you here. <laughs> You're not helping me. But, anyways, but he called um, him another name. And he was like. And, of course, Alejandro Iñiritu. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm just a two-year-old bear from the Sierra Mountains, and you gave me a shot. <laughs> Everyone was laughing. <laughs> you have to watch this video. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to watch it later. But on the note of The Revenant, since we're departing from the uh, Golden Globes, let's talk about this year's movies. Yeah, let's talk about some Let's uh, Let's talk the most recent, Revenant. Revenant. So what did you think of The Revenant? I thought I was orgasming all the whole time. I felt like I didn't know what I was getting myself into until, like, half the damn movie. What? I felt... No, it was just too much to take it, like, in the best way possible. It was just so much beautiful cinematography and uh, breathtaking scenes yeah. that I felt like I was on this crazy ride that the the justification for buying the ticket First was First of all, Chivo's gonna win cinematographer again. Three years in a row. And that's the thing. Um, three years in a row, a Mexican will win for cinematography, first of all. And then three years in a row, um, a Mexican director will win because I think Alejandro's going to win, hands down. Yeah, I, I it, it blows my mind because uh, Mexico's uh, these Mexican directors are just killing it. And um, even if you look at Guillermo del Toro, who I would say, but he's not Mexican. He is something. Uh, I thought he, he's at least like super Spanish, man. I think he's. Well, I don't know. Now I have to look this up because I, I remember having this conversation with you, and maybe I was wrong. Maybe he is Mexican. I, I, I was asking about Sam Mendes because he has like that Spanish tinge of a name, you know. Yeah. We were talking about that before Spectre. But yeah, um, Guillermo del Toro. I mean, uh, yeah, he is Mexican. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So yeah, um, he's like this holy trinity. He's, he's more of like, um, and they do know, all know each other. Yes. Um, it's he's more of a sci-fi maker, you know. But he makes them too, 
Like Pan's Labyrinth was just just perfect. He's he's like on that like edge where he could easily become the next Tim Burton, in a bad way. Yeah. You know? But if he if he concentrates and but speaking stays of Guillermo del Toro, Crimson Peak. Okay, Crimson Peak. I enjoyed this movie a lot more than you, which is the theme of the year. <laughs> um, uh, I enjoyed it for. I, I'm not saying it's a perfect film. It's not even damn near perfect, but like, it's super beautiful. The like, the cinematography was beautiful. The set was beautiful. All the crimson was beautiful. The ghost scene where the the tree is in the middle of nowhere and he just like starts pointing. That was cool. But it 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 was very slow moving and it didn't feel like there was a lot of uh. Oomph, oomph. Yeah, so that's a good word yeah. in the plot, especially. But I had a good time just because of the beautiful, beautiful imagery, and like the ghosts themselves were really super well CGI. Designed. Yeah, but the CGI was really well done. I felt like and I'm usually super against CGI if you can do it practically, but yeah. I was happy with what I saw. And it, there was like there was a tinge of realism in it. Okay, so my problem with Christmas Peak is that I was waiting for that movie to come out because the the marketing was done super well. Mm-hmm. The marketing was done super well, but you kind of watch the movie and you're kind of like, damn, they spent all their money on the marketing. You know what I mean? Well, and it's just like shit. And I'm a horror fan. And to be honest, I'll give shitty movies better reviews because of their horror, because they're horror. And I like to get jumped. And and there was a little bit of, of there were a couple times where things got scary, but it was just kind of bad. Like, I wasn't. I was okay with not being, like, terrified by the end of it. Like, there was no moment where I was just, like, you know, shivering in my timbers or anything. I was okay with that. Jessica Chastain was fucking nuts. I think the biggest issue with that movie was the fact that the plot was... This didn't have the impact it should have. The visuals weren't justified by the plot, is the way I described it after we watched it. Um, And then uh, another movie came out. uh, The other side of the horror coin... (laughs) Ugly ass movie called The Visit, oh. <laughs> and another movie yet oh. again that I and like. And that Shyamalan is you. dead to me. Okay, so the thing with The Visit I liked is it's not a return to form with M Night or anything like that. It was just like you could see that he had fun making it, and I haven't seen M Night not take himself seriously ever. He ruined Avatar. I, you don't know how I'm much on... Avatar: The Last Airbender means to me. He ruined his own stories with Lady in the Water. Like that Lady in the Water is where it started. I feel, okay, and everybody gives credit to um, the village. Nobody gives credit to the village. It was pretty good until at the end when it's like, oh, it's all fake. You know, and it's just like, fuck. And then Spoiler Lady, alert. It's all fake. Lady in the Water <laughs> <laughs> was at the point where, yeah, it's kind of bad. But the story was pretty cool. There, Paul Giamatti's performance was really good. And also, uh, what's her face? Uh... Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, I, I, I believed her. I did too. But then you got the hokey character with the weights. And no, oh my like, god. He I'm only strengthening the right Freddy side. Freddie Rodriguez, of my... I think. Oh, oh my god. That's stupid. I was like, and shut then, up. And then uh, the most arrogant cameo I've ever seen in film history where M. Night Shyamalan's like, I'm the writer of this story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, anyways, going back to uh, <laughs> yeah. um, the, visit. the Visit. I had I, a good time. I, I even wrote on Facebook. Um. <laughs> I did, what a shit what did I write <laughs> I don't I, don't I visited the visit and did not like it or something it was so stupid <laughs> I wanted to come home <laughs> that's what you should say yeah I, was like, <laughs> I wanted to end this visit shorter shorter than anything but okay so the movie was the story I guess is like a, a cool story like it all kind of unwinds 
M. Night Shyamalan does his, like, plot, like, reveal at the end again. and The, the twist. Yeah, the, the twist that it has. But You it, have to have a twist. It's just, yeah. come on. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, I had a, I thought it was funny. People were saying it was his comeback. I, I wouldn't go that not. far. Until he makes another, like, at least on par with the village and how beautiful that movie was. And, I mean, it was, uh, what's his face, uh, Richard Deacons, right? Uh-huh. Did the cinematography. Did he? Uh, yeah, I believe for the village. Hmm. Um... Until he makes a comeback, though, like that, then it's 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 in the background. Um, so let's talk real quick. Touch on the movies that I saw that you didn't see, and vice versa. So, oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, just real quick to get out of the way. Um, let's talk about Everest. Um, so I saw Everest. You didn't. Yeah. Uh, didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I I don't blame you. It, it was all right. Uh, it has uh, Jason Clark, who was decent in it. Um. Josh Brolin, who was decent. I mean, everyone was decent. This was, like, the most decent fucking movie ever made. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, there's not a lot that, like, has, like, a punch in the movie. Um, uh-huh. But there's, there's like, really well-made, like, scenes where you feel cold and on the mountain. And you feel like you're on Everest, which was a cool <laughs> feeling to have, because I'm, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> I'd rather go to Mars before I go to Everest. Fuck that. I wouldn't even go. I don't want to leave this planet, to be honest. I'd, I'd rather be a castaway on the ocean like Life of Pi with a no. tiger than go on Everest on my own choosing. I would be so fucking scared to be in the ocean like that. Um, but speaking of Everest, have you seen San Andreas? No. Is I, it just as bad? <laughs> oh, I thought you were uh, did you supposed you to say that? yes. No, I didn't see it. Um, honestly, though, um, to The Rock, I used to love The Rock. I used to fucking watch that show. A lot of people saying The Rock is better now than he's ever been, and I, I will, I would have to re- respectfully agree. I mean, he's kind of like the Arnold Schwarzenegger that we need. You know? <laughs> he's just he's he used to be the Rock, the wrestler, you know, the one that you tried to smell while he was cooking. You never knew. You never knew. But you knew he meant business. At the same time, he would be a chef. You and... smell la 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 la. Yeah, he used to do that. On, on the note of uh, smelling and cooking, uh, did you watch Burnt with um, no, I Bradley <laughs> Cooper? I think the only movie that I saw that you didn't see was Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. My own favorite new age Virginia Woolf. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? If you've seen Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, um, I, I would like to say that my favorite thing about that movie entirely is the script the and script the dialogue. moving. And... Um, I mean, Elizabeth Taylor killed it, to be honest. But whatever. The All script... the performances were really good in that movie. Yeah, well, like, yes. It's crazy, a crazy good movie. But if you haven't seen Virginia Woolf, man. Get out there and find out what it's all about. Exactly. And the reason why I say this is because this movie is heavily scripted. Like, it's all just dialogue. But they deliver, like, masters. You know what I mean? Um, Michael Fassbender, I believe him as Steve Jobs. So hard. But, like I said... Better than him was Kate Winslet as his assistant, and but better than her was Jeff Daniels as the 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 oh. owner or the the CEO of Apple. Apple. Yeah, what what really intrigues me about this movie that I haven't uh, I really want to see it, but Danny Boyle does something with the camera that um, not like a lot of directors don't even think about doing. But each period he does an accurate camera reflection of that period. So as you get into um, the newer times you get more newer cameras so you start off with like you know the 1980s and you feel it the thing is too that movie's kind of long i forget the runtime but i didn't feel it i didn't feel it i went to go see it with my friend um and she 
loved it too. But we were in the front row of, of this this local theater that's called Kimball's. Love it so much. Yeah, we're about um, to go back tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and it is amazing. It it I, it blew my mind how dialogue can be done. That's why I saw my favorite movie of last year, Whiplash, mm-hmm. and uh, that movie. Whew. <laughs> yeah, that but, movie's fantastic. But anyways, um. Another movie I saw that you didn't see, and I, I kind of, I'm not a big fan of this movie, but it's The D-Train, starring Jack Black and James <laughs> Marsden. Um, I don't recommend this movie. Uh, I just wanted to bring it up because I saw it. And uh, <laughs> if you're into a very awkward gay scene, or gay sex scene with uh, Jack Black and uh, James Marsden, this is your movie. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. And then the, the, the other movie I saw without you was The Walk. Which, and I'm okay with not watching the walk. Uh, most of the walk is rubbish, but the last 15 minutes of this movie is like taking the whole intensity that was the Revenant and shoving it into 15 minutes. Mm. It's super fucking intense. And uh, uh, it's a very brave movie for Robert Zemeckis to do because uh, he did do it with CGI, but he showed that you can do effective CGI and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, the rest of the movie is kind of rubbish. Speaking of a movie that... Well, we weren't really speaking of it, but you didn't see the whole movie when I saw this with you because you fell asleep. Ex Machina. Oh, I finished it. Did you finish it? Okay. Yeah. Um, Ex Machina is a really good attempt of trying to make a Stanley Kubrick film. I and, really, but really, really well done. Yeah, it was really well done. Um, um, Oscar Olivia, Isaac. Alicia. Alicia. Yeah. Gender, whatever her last name is. Yeah, she was fantastic. Oscar Isaac is good in everything he's been in all year. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's but, so good. <laughs> by the way, on that note of Oscar Isaac, we're not talking about Star Wars in this because we kind of did last episode. So yeah. if you're offended that we're not talking about Star Wars, please... Uh, tune in to episode one for episode seven review of Star Wars. Right. Um, let's talk about the hateful eight. Okay, yeah, let's do the that. other Virginia Wolf. <laughs> we call it. <laughs> it uh, is true, and I don't. I did. We we left the theater, and the first thing you said, "That's like Virginia Wolf," and I was like, "Yes, it really was." Mm-hmm. Um, it's set pretty much in just one place. Spoiler alert: It's set in pretty much one place, and Minnie's haberdashery. Min- haberdashery. Um, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was... So a... thank you. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, the dialogue was crisp, clean, and beautiful. Mm-hmm. We got to see it in the Roadshow, 70 millimeter. Oh, it was so... You, and for those that haven't seen this movie, you do start off with the overture, like in classic <laughs> film. You get an intermission that's like 15 minutes long. And one... This is not really a spoiler, but one really cool thing I thought about this movie At is least the like, Roadshow, you get the intermission and the overture. Yeah. Well, no, that's true. That's the cut of the movie. Really? Yeah, with every cut. Oh. Yep. Um, but the intermission, right? At, the intermission's oh, 15 yeah. minutes long. And the first thing you hear right when it cuts back is Quentin Tarantino saying, so for the last 15 minutes, this is what you missed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's with him reading his own script. So yeah, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> and every time I watch a Quentin Tarantino movie, I sit there and be like, this is the most, this movie feels effortlessly, you know, but there's so much going on, but you just feel like, it's perfect. Right. Like he doesn't even try. He makes a good movie. There's one thing that I kept thinking about after watching the movie, after leaving Denver, because that was a whole trip, and we talked about it in the first in the first episode. Yeah. But um, since watching it, I remember watching a YouTube video of the Comic Con panel of um, him talking about Hateful Eight and whatnot, and how Ennio Morricone was gonna uh, you know do, do the, the score, score. Oh, the actual score. Yeah, and um, he. Uh, also, somebody asked him, is there, is there going to be an anime sequence in this? And he was like, oh, shit. You know, that's a good idea. I should have done that. And I was thinking a cool part would have been um, to see Daisy leading the men. Yeah. Anime style. I, I would have done the flashback scene. 
anime style because that could have been like a really cool like throwback to anime with bl- blood, blood everywhere. Blood. Yeah. yeah, that that would have been cool too. But I I I thought about that, but I was like, because you know we got what we saw and that was all in the script, so we would have probably had to add it, you know. But just to see Daisy, um, Domergue, <laughs> yeah, fucking run with the Dom- Domergue gang or whatever they're called, uh, and it her leading been awesome. it, but or her brother was leading it. But just to see her be fucking nuts and like being evil, you know what I mean? It would, it, it would have, and I, I kind of hope that Quentin Tarantino does like maybe even a prequel of this or does something more because The Hateful Eight has this like universe that I kind of want to explore myself. Yeah. And and honestly, like, because if you watch Kill Bill and you watch Oren Ishii's uh, chapter um, and how she grew up, it was all anime style, and it was a female that was you know the mm. main character, obviously because it was a Fox Force Five. Um, well, sorry, that's the Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's sorry. the same thing. Anyways, though, it's really, all the honestly. same universe. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> just to see a lead woman leading an anime again in yeah. a Quentin Tarantino film. It, it would be definitely really cool. I mean, and I, I love how he does that with Oranishi because, like, I I can't imagine her backstory being told in any other way. Yeah. That, that was told that well. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it was beautiful anime, too. But um, I think my favorite standout actor in that one was definitely Daisy. Uh, oh, she, she was phenomenal. Phenomenal actress. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> Wait, no, no. Jennifer Sorry. Jason Lee. Sorry. You're killing me here, Smalls. Well, I'm, I'm killing it with these names today. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, but my second favorite... Um, shit, who was it? Uh, the Confederate. Yeah. Bruce Stern Bruce killed Stern it. Bruce Stern killed it. Got that name right. And so, again, like, there's spoilers. There's a, a reveal from the Confederate and Samuel L. Jackson's character. What's his name? Oh, uh, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. He was great. Yeah, he, he was great, he killed, he's, he killed it. He That was his performance, too. Um, but there's something about Daisy that just... So much of a dark past that she has that I was really interested in. Especially because I'm, like, I'm into the Western outlaws, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas Samuel L. Jackson wasn't really. He was just a bounty hunter. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other bounty hunter, Kurt Russell, man, he's had a comeback year. I haven't seen Bone Tomahawk. Was actually about to buy it at uh, Walmart the other day, uh-huh. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Kurt Russell's this is his comeback year. You're about to see that man get some more statues in the coming years. Speaking of a comeback year, I, I don't mean to change the subject, but can we change the? Music? Yeah, go ahead because I know exactly who you're talking about. Mad Max. Oh, I was thinking Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm telling that I could talk about Mad Max for hours. Comeback series, I would say. Mad Max. Mad Max killed it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, um, Fury Road was truly inspirational. Cause I okay, so it was a March release, May release. Uh, it was May first. May first. So I went to go see it. And I was like, I haven't really seen a lot of the Mad Max movies, but I've seen the first one. And it never really caught my fancy, you know. It was not, not your fancy job. It was not my fancy job. But it did things for me that I was so happy. Because I love action movies. Mm. And I like like the first couple Fast and Furious. But then it just gets too much. But this movie had like the blend of everything correctly. Oh, it, it's one of the year's best movies. Uh, it might be uh, an Oscar contender, honestly. Yeah. I don't think it will win. But it'll definitely, I, I hope it gets nominated. Yeah. It's uh, really, uh, it's, I mean, Tom Hardy, it's not his show, uh, which I actually really like. Yeah. I like that Charlie. But yeah, he Thrones. killed it too. Yeah, he was good. He, <laughs> he was Charlize. Good. Charlize. 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 Yeah, like, she killed it. She she, she was really good. And um, it kind of sucks to an extent. This that is, that next... was the year of the woman. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. The year of the badass woman. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing women 
being portrayed as frail people that oh, I like get women. raped every fucking five minutes. And okay, look, real life rape is bad. Rape happens, and I'm not trying to diminish what that is, but it's nice to see like Charlize <laughs> Theron's character running away from the oppression with the the, the women that she's stolen. Mm-hmm. You know, from the the what's his name? Fucking, uh, uh, Immortan Joe. Immortan Joe. Um, so it's just really nice to see like a strong female character that like little girls can look up to. I don't know about Mad Max. A little girl should really watch Mad Max, but I mean they do have Star Wars as the avenue. I mean, but I even agree like completely. Teenage girls, like well, even even, even uh, yeah, teenagers like watching that and be like, oh my god, this lady is doing things yeah. instead of just being the damsel. Yeah, and that's really good. Honestly, Tom Hardy was more of the damsel through most of the movie, <laughs> even though he <laughs> held his own. He, he did could, hold his but own. She, but... I don't know. It was really her movie, to be honest. But speaking of a her movie, Inside Out. I was about to be like, her came out last year. <laughs> uh, Inside Out is my favorite Pixar movie since Toy Story, easily, hands down. I, I know some people are like, oh, there's some in there that since Toy Story, but fuck it. Inside Out is amazing. Yeah. I feel like you connected with it more emotionally than I did. Cause I, was, I was next to those characters in their head. I but was the thing like, is, I moved oh. too, so I know the feeling of moving to a different land. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Kansas to Colorado, so like, plains to mountains. Well, it was like Montana <laughs> to San Francisco, I guess, or True, Wisconsin but or still, like, I, I know the feeling of meeting new people, having to make new friends and shit like that. So I really related to that in that, in that aspect, but... Sometimes, like, you get Wally and you watch Wally, and it's a really cool love well, story. Wally's amazing. Like, Ratatouille was really good. Um, Finding Nemo was fantastic. You don't like Finding Nemo. I'm not a big fan of Finding Nemo. Oh. I'll get on record on that. Uh, maybe I'll watch it again and like it more. I don't know. I, I'll watch Finding Dory. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> I, might, I might be a little bit more excited for Finding Dory because I think her story mechanic of her being forgetful and whatnot, yeah. having amnesia, uh, is going to be really cool when they're trying to look for her. And right. pick up all the pieces, you know? Talking about finding somebody, finding your inner self. Creed. Creed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester Stallone killed it. Uh, Ryan Coogler is one of my new favorite directors. He did. I, you know, <laughs> and from the beginning, uh, in the first match that he was in, I was like, holy crap, this movie's going to be great. You know oh, what the, I mean? track, the second match, <laughs> tracking shot, oh. is still... It's unbelievable. Yeah. It really is. It's, uh, it's like on par with... Birdman's all, you know, Alejandro show. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it it it, it really made fighting boxing look like a ballet dance of mm-hmm. the the masters. You know what I mean? Like, and basically, and Michael B. Jordan kills it. He is, killed him. Yeah, he did. He he's gonna get something later on. He's like the new like Will Smith. Will Smith that we want. Back. Denzel, you know, like FYI, if you are Will Smith and you are listening to this. Please come back. We need you. <laughs> well, concussion. Um, haven't I, seen it though. Haven't seen it. Uh, he looks great. Uh, didn't he got nominated? Didn't he for a Golden Globe? I believe he did. Um, he he's going to get probably an Oscar nominee. It's not going to get anywhere with it because he <laughs> he's the hardest person to work with because of all of his restrictions. I have to be a hundred miles within uh, the state law limits so I can be with my kids whenever they need me. And it's just like, dude. There are hundreds of actors that are working their ass off that just want to be you, and you are putting these restrictions. I don't know. And then he doesn't want to be in an Independence Day too. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? I thought that's one of those movies that made your career. Uh, <coughs> but making careers, Jurassic World. Uh, making careers for uh, Chris Pratt. 
Chris Pratt <laughs> is the new Harrison Ford. I would. I, I, I say it's... He's not on the short list for uh, Han Solo. He isn't. Nope. Yeah, he would be the perfect Han Solo or Indiana so Jones. Except he's already Star-Lord, which is I guess Marvel's that, own version of yeah. Han Solo. Here, here's the thing. Chris Pratt has really emerged since Parks and Rec, and um, I think he can be very prominent and be like that movie star that everyone wants. Yeah. You know, we haven't had like a serious movie star in years. I, I would say Robert Downey Jr. got really close with Iron Man. Yeah. Because after that, he did a few really The movie good... was good. The movie was good. The first like three-fourths of the movie sucked. But once everything started to go down, it picked up. Did it, did it give you hope for uh, Kevin Trevorrow doing episode nine? It does not. That's, that's the big thing that hurts me is because this dude's a comedy director and... Episode nine should be in better hands, and I think Ryan Johnson's a good choice. But this is this is beside the point. I mean, yeah, that's we, we talked about this to Infinity last right. episode. <laughs> I just think the Jurassic World the whole time she's running in heels, and I'm like, get, take your fucking heels off, run with your feet, and make them bloody because you're mm. running from dinosaurs. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? The the best part of that movie was the end with the uh, battle royale. Of, <laughs> yeah. It's just like it had to be a nine year old being like, I would like to see this and then this and then this happens, and it's just like exactly what happened. <laughs> you know? Everyone's like, Wow, this kid has a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, a movie that you didn't like as much as I did. One of my favorite of the year, Kingsman. Oh wait, I like Kingsman. You, did, but not nearly as much as I did. No, I you recall. loved it more. I, I, I loved. It was really great. It was. What throws me off is the fighting when they're like in the air and they're like kicking. There, there was a bit of like crazy, bonkers CGI. But, <laughs> but it was a great movie. I did like it. Not as much as you did. I do know that. Yes. Um, the church scene is one of the best scenes of the year. Yep. Um. Uh, Colin. Um. Colin Firth is fantastic. Fuck yeah, he's and fantastic. And Joel Edgerton is. He's somebody to keep an eye out for. Uh, he played Eggsy. Oh, okay. or not Joel Edgerton. Not, what the fuck am I doing? I don't with know. My life? Joel Edgerton's someone else. Yeah. Um, um, but his name was Eggsy. That's why you're calling him Edgerton. Yeah, I I've got his name. I'm sorry, everybody in the world. It's okay though. But when you watch it, you'll know who we were talking about. Yeah, the <laughs> the kid in the movie. Like, yeah, the main actor. I don't know why I'm getting all these people mixed up. Maybe because Joel Edgerton did the gift. Yeah, and that movie was great. That I didn't see that. Movie. Um, he, yeah, you didn't see it, but uh, the gift was a fantastic movie. Um, Jason Bateman did a really uh, subtle and powerful performance, <coughs> and you didn't know where this movie was really going half the time. And when it reveals where it's going, it's one of the best movie going experiences of the year. Speaking of a really good movie experience of the year, Rogue Nation. Rogue was Nation really good. Rogue Nation. Tom, um, Tom Cruise gets a lot of shit for his shit for being his like crazy self. He's a crazy dude, but he does his own stunts. Um, I forgot the director's you name. You can really respect that. But the the opera scene is really a well directed scene. Uh it's just a, a fantastic film. Um, Christopher McQuarrie. Yes, McQuarrie. That dude is somebody to keep an eye out for. And I hope he's doing the fifth one, or the sixth one. I guess is now right three, four, yeah, six. But uh, the motorcycle chase scene was great. Uh, I don't know what it is about Mission Impossible movies, but the end climax scenes aren't really the best in the world. Mm. And um, I felt like that that was with this one a little bit. It had that spy element where everyone's running down the street and it's silhouette But, I mean, it wasn't, like, super impressive, like, the ending, you know? I don't know. Mm. Um, um, oh, I saw Pitch Perfect 2. <laughs> you didn't. How did you like Pitch, 
Not as good as the first one, but um, the only thing that movie really works is because of Fat Amy. <laughs> what do you feel about Elizabeth Banks trying on a director's hat? I think that she needs more... She needs to do something else. Yeah, I, I Not agree. comedy. Um, she did great, I think, as a first-time director, but I think that she worked a lot with her friends, mm. so I think that really translates, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm glad to see her directing. I think she's, uh, like, one of those weird talents that are always behind the sidelines, mm. and, like, uh, I thought she was fantastic in Zack and Mary. You know she, she was a cool girl, too, because, you know, they were probably worried about, like, having, like, another knocked-up um, issue with uh, Catherine Heigl. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were, I, th- I think at first they were like, fuck, you know, another blonde, you know, Yeah. maybe she's evil, <laughs> but Catherine Heigl is evil. Well, I, that yeah. is on record. <laughs> they found that out. <laughs> they they just... came to her house and saw like one of those pentagrams and oh she was God. just standing in there like, oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but anyways, Catherine, uh, not Catherine Heigl, um, Emily Banks, uh, Elizabeth Banks. See, now you're messing me up with names. It's okay. Elizabeth Banks. Catherine Heigl did it with her <laughs> demon powers. <laughs> <laughs> she... She uh, she really killed it in Zack and Mary. So I think she has a lot to give. So I think with another movie, I think she's doing Pitch Perfect three. Um, I mean, I I hope she does other movies though. Like, and she doesn't stick to the shtick and does something her own. You know. Yeah. Um. And uh, Elizabeth, a little Elizabeth Banks in another movie this year, uh, Mockingjay Part Two. Wasn't she in it for like a second though? Yeah, Mockingjay. The both those movies were such big letdowns, and uh, they really should have compressed them. Yeah, it should have been one movie. It would have been a really good one, one movie. movie. Yeah, like Academy Award caliber, I would even say. Like some of the stuff that it's heavy shit that yeah, yeah. if you had one sitting to deal with, it would be more poignant. Yeah, but with two sittings, you just don't feel the impact that it should have. Right. Um, Let's think- talk about Marvel. I think that we we skimmed over Marvel. Yeah, we need to talk about. Let's talk about Ant Man first. What yeah, do you think? Ant Man was the better Marvel film, personally, of the yeah. year. I was recently talking to a friend of mine, and she said I read boxed Ant Man, and it was dumb. And I was like, <laughs> and that is exactly the truth. It like is, it's, it's, it's supposed to be dumb, and it is, but it's still good. <laughs> it's really good. It's a dumb good movie. Like yeah. it's so Paul dumb, Rudd. but. Awesome. Kills it. I think yeah. he's perfect. Uh, Michael Douglas was really good. Um, the girl from Lost, Evangeline Kate, Lilly. Evangeline Lilly, yeah, Kate. <sighs> Kate, like... we have to go back. <laughs> we have to go back. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was all right. I, I don't know. I, I'm not big on her in film. Like, she she has kind a... of ruined uh, Lord of the Rings for me. Or The Hobbit. The Ho- well, I'm sorry. Sorry. You, you can't ruin Lord of the Rings. That's an untouchable series. <laughs> Let's be honest here. She, <laughs> the, the whole The Hobbit stuff with her in it just kind of blip, blip, blip. Didn't think um, too much about it. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron was I don't know like I I was really happy after watching it and then after reflecting on it for a few months I'm like it's a huge letdown honestly okay here's the thing about it <laughs> I came into it thinking it's going to be an action movie and it is obviously but it satisfied me in that way whereas the first movie satisfied me that way plus more you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the story everything everyone getting together to battle one thing and this one everyone's kind of together already battling one thing and the planet's falling, or no, sorry, the city's falling, and it's just, like, a lot. Um, too much, like, too much action. I, I have no problem with too much action if it's directed well, and the action is, the problem I have with that movie is that the villain, Ultron, is not, like, this powerful being. He's just a person that can make himself a lot of people, basically. That, and, I, okay, here's my issue. I, you know I love X-Men. You know I come from Marvel. Uh-huh. Um, and... 
I know Scarlet Witch. You and know that's not her. That's no. you know, and I think she 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 could be a Scarlet Witch, but they, she's and, and she's not. Her powers aren't realized in that movie. Where I think Scarlet Witch, her powers are really really realized. She just can't control herself. You know what I mean? And the movie really didn't show like, and it, she's a really hard character to like manifest as a uh, like a visual representation because she uh, affects existence you know that's a hard thing to show on a movie so why choose her as part of the avengers if you can't do it exactly and i think it goes back to where the phoenix came out in x3 yeah she was this basically glorified phoenix yeah at the end of it yeah and i mean kind of the phoenix with gene gray with the phoenix force is quite um the number one Mutant, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, to beat, so well, like to beat, yeah. I would say Scarlet Witch is more powerful. I don't know. I don't think so. She well, destroys like ninety percent of the mutants at one point. In that, the but series. she can destroy planets and uh, fly forever. Scarlet and... Witch can ex- make the planets never have existed. So I feel like <laughs> Phoenix can do the same thing because once the Phoenix touches Jean Grey's abilities, she's a monster. You know what I mean? I don't know. Scarlet Witch can, can make this is, Jean Grey go out of existence. No, this is this is another topic for another day because um, I'm Team Jean in, Grey. In the comments, someplace on the internet, tell us your theory on who is the better. Uh, yeah, YouTube. guys, find us on uh, scripted. Uh, sorry, Facebook.com slash scripted movie reviews or YouTube.com slash scripted reviews. Yeah, yeah, and let us know what you guys think. Yes, please, because um, this is going to be this could be a movie in itself, like Scarlet Witch versus. Jean Grey. That'd be cool. That, that would be an awesome movie. Um, um, let's talk about some <laughs> movies that we didn't see this year. Uh, Room. Biggest biggest thing I wanted to see that I didn't see. Carol. I would. I want to see Carol, but I want to see Room a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, to be honest, yes. But Kate Blanchett has my heart. Yeah, you Kate know, Blanchett is the Australian Meryl Streep, man. That dude, that, she will win Oscars all day, every day. Yeah, she, she'll continue. She'll make it rain Oscars. Um, the Big Short. Um, I really want to watch it just because it is a very uh, it's a very technical script, and I'm really curious with uh, Adam McKay coming off of a lot of comedy, doing Ant Man, and now doing this huge drama pick that has a lot of Oscar buzz. Right. You know that's just crazy to me that Adam McKay's journey. So I want to see where it goes. What about Joy? What do you think? Uh, I want to skip it. Uh, David O. Russell has disappointed me with American Hustle, and that might be his last chance with me. I mean, he's. He's trying to be Scorsese, and you cannot be Scorsese if you're not that. Scorsese, you know? I think Silver Linings is <coughs> one of my favorite movies. Um, I don't know about all time, but I really dig Doug, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence Good in Doug. that. She killed it in my book. In the script, move fluid. I like uh, I Heart Huckabees a lot from him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. David O. Russell's just been falling off, though. I really it, want to see Spotlight. Uh, Spotlight. Spotlight. Um, I heard that script is moving too. Like, uh, and all the performances are not like super out there and bombastic. They're all subtle and realistic. Yeah. And you kind of get disgusted because this actually happened. You know. Yeah. It's one of those types of movies. I'm I'm always into those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen Black Mass. I think you did, right? No, uh, it's on Netflix now. I oh, think. is it really? Yeah. Really? Um, you know, it's Johnny Depp doing another character. <laughs> Who knows? But he heard he was pretty good. We saw um, Kevin Smith um, live, live yes. here in Colorado Springs. He came yes. um, the day before we went to go see Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, <laughs> That's uh, a crazy week. A great week. Um, great, awesome week. But uh, he talked about Johnny Depp a lot uh-huh. and how much he respects him as an actor because he's a really good person, you know, and 
how he was able to do um, scenes that he needed to do right away the first take. You mm-hmm. know, so that just kind of goes to show what kind of person he is. You know, I I feel like Johnny Depp, if he has a better had a bit better agent, he would be a lot. He wouldn't be taken as a joke as much. You know? Yeah. Kind what about of Trumbo? Trumbo was something I really wanted to see, too. Um, Brian Cranston is one of those crazy actors that I didn't think I, uh, you know, back from Malcolm in the Middle Time, I never thought he was going to be, like, somebody to look out for, ever. Right. But, yeah, Trump, Trumbo looks fantastic. Uh, John Goodman's in there, too. I, I love John Goodman. John Goodman's such a great actor, yeah. <coughs> um... um but yeah, like uh, that's that's kind of our synopsis of 2015. Um, we might have missed some movies that we saw. Yeah, or... and if you guys like have any ideas of what other movies that you oh we didn't talk and... about Sicario. Oh, well. I'm buying Sicario because we haven't seen it. But <laughs> yeah, that's but we we this year was a little last year was a little bit off year for us, and we didn't see as many movies as we wanted to as the years before. Um, to be honest, because we've been on the Oscar tracks. For yeah, a we long we time. Uh, I changed. Well, we both changed our jobs, and you know, it's kind of like. It's just a rough situation when you're acclimating, you know, to a new job and whatnot. Right. And I figure podcasting is slightly more easier than video editing. And uh, I mean, I'm down to do video editing, editing down the line right now. It's just getting used to everything, all the life changes. And... Right. But this year, we're coming back. Yes. We're coming back in a new way. And this podcast is really going to be the first for us and... We're going to keep talking about movies and news and things that just interest us, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's all it is about. And we're going to start getting our like stuff together so you guys can easily more get to us. and um, Or get a P.O. box and all. I no, don't know about that. But <laughs> send us your fan mail. <laughs> <laughs> send us movies that we've never seen. <laughs> exactly. Because um, we'd really like to talk about that. Because mm-hmm. movies are... Well, it's in my blood. Yeah. I, I, I'm Jewish, so I was born with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mexican, so... Yeah, I'm then. coming. <laughs> so I'm coming back. You, you're part of the Holy Trinity. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so yeah. next week, or I wouldn't say next week. Later on this week, uh, we have the Oscar nominations getting released. We're planning on doing an episode on Thursday. I don't know when it will be available on iTunes, but Thursday we're going to be talking about the Oscars, and then shortly after that, we're going to do an episode on uh, most anticipated movies of this coming year, 2016. Yep. You heard it here, folks. This year's. Could be big. Bigger than last year? I don't know. We'll find out soon. Yep. Well, thanks again for listening, guys. Remember to follow us on Facebook.com slash Scripted Movie Reviews or YouTube.com slash Scripted Movie. Scripted Reviews. Sorry. Scripted Reviews. Uh, follow our RSS feed on iTunes and get us on some lists, you know? I don't even know what those lists really mean, but you need to be on them. <laughs> yeah, listen to us. We're and listers. Rate us. <laughs> rate us as um, uh, number one that you've ever heard in your life. Exactly. Um, above anything. Exactly. Well, I'm Hector. I'm David. We're signing out.